There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome, everybody, from Dark to Light. I do appreciate you all tuning in. I am Jim Price, sitting in for Josh Reed. Uh, I do appreciate everybody being here. We do have a guest, our guest coming in today, going to talk about some of the finances of the world. I have a couple questions about things we know, already know about FTX, but maybe things we don't know, and some of that Fed Reserve coin that they're throwing around. So we want to hear about these things. Kirk Elliott, is Kirk Elliott there with me already? Hey, Jim. Hey, How Kirk, haven't talked to you in a while. How you been, sir? I've been awesome. It's nice to connect with you all today. Definitely, definitely. Hey, uh, what, what's this, uh, this new news that we have a standalone uh, currency sitting next to the Federal Reserve? Have you heard about this lately? The standalone currency, are you talking about the, the Fed coin? <laughs> well, it's the, the practice coin they say they're going to try out for about six weeks. And uh, this is their pilot program or something like that. Have you heard about this? Oh, I did see that. I think that's just the precursor to central bank digital currency. You know, who knows what it means? It just popped up on the on the news this morning. It's like, what's that? Yeah. But uh, but you know, under under Biden's executive order one four zero six seven, you know, we've got central bank digital currencies that are going to start to be um, in effect to come into effect in December thirteenth and. And, you know, Josh and I have talked about this on this show before, but it's it's not all going to be all at once, right? It's going to be probably a multi-year rollout or phase-in because it's not just the Fed, Jim, either. It's, it's 90% of the central banks around the world are moving towards central bank digital currency. But but if you were to remember, <laughs> okay, remember Obamacare, it's like the complete colossal fail of a, of a, of a rollout. Um, they can't do that with currency because it would impact the entire economy. So I think they're testing things um, to make sure that they don't screw up the, the world's currency system. So this is like a soft open type of deal for the casino or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that would be my guess. Well, you know, it's it's such a shame that we're, we're reshuffling the deck of debt, right? We're not really taking care of the old debt. We're going to do the Obama buyout of Chevrolet, where we just abandon everybody who had Chevrolet stock and then create Chevrolet of America, and we just don't act like the other thing existed. It's just a new currency. We're all just going to forget, and that debt resets, and we start over again. But yet, there are advantages we can take while this is happening, though, right? There's some low-lying fruit that's right in front of us that we don't have to be the victim of this reset, correct? No, you absolutely don't, and there's, there's, there's options. But this is one of those things where I don't think people will forget about the dollar. I think, you know, everyone's saying, oh, we can have transparency of, of currency, and it's going to bring stability to a system and might even get rid of inflation. It's like, eight, hey, no, it won't. Um, it's just a digital version of their paper currency. They can still mine or mint or print or whatever you want to call it as many of them as they want, but, uh, but what it does is it's a big brother, and it, you lose all financial freedom because every transaction is tracked, right? And so, so this is where I think the day after, you're going to have buyer's remorse. 
And people are going to say, what? This is not what we thought this was going to be. I had no idea they're seeing every donation I make to church, every time I go to the gun store, every time I you know, buy food, every time I do whatever, the political that's party, for everybody, they're going to know every one of your access. habits, right? Like everybody has access to it, though, right? In the blockchain, it's seen as transparent, right? 100% transparent source of funds from transaction to transaction. See, so when you have decentralized blockchain like could, cryptocurrencies now, Bitcoin and everything else, that is actually private. But when you have it centralized, it's the opposite of private. It's complete exposure, right? And so, right. so that's the danger in it. But and, and I think people are going to realize, oh, my word, this is not what we thought it was. I had no idea... And you start to have parallel currencies that start to reestablish themselves, you know, almost immediately would be my guess. And this is where you have gold-backed currency or quantum financial system moving into a different direction. But in the meantime, the transition is what usually kills people economically. So what can we do, you know, to take advantage of these trends? Because we've got a lot of big trends right now, right? We've got interest rate cycles, which are just booming. I mean, six months in a row, raising interest rates. And Jerome Powell basically said on the last week when he raised rates three quarters of a point, which we all knew, we all knew that that was going to happen because they said that it was going to happen and that's what it was going to be. But he said three things. The second one was, well, boy, we thought that raising rates, and this is my paraphrase, and he didn't say it like this, but this is what he meant to say if he would have said it this way, is we thought that raising rates was going to slow down inflation. That's why we're raising them, but it hasn't done anything. Inflation is still going up. It's still at the highest point in over 40 years. Wholesale prices just went up 2.2 of a percent yesterday, and they're doing cheers about it because they were expecting more. But you, don't, you shouldn't do cheers about it. Because last month it was the highest inflation ever, and they're still going up. It was a 0.2% increase. It's like if you're if you're on a diet and you were expecting, you know, because let's just say you're, you're overweight and you just you eat everything that you see, right? And it's like, well, I only gained two pounds this week, but I was expecting to gain ten, so I'm doing pretty good, right? It's like, no, you you have to start losing. You have to start getting the, the inflation to come down, not growing slower. So, so because the only thing that they've done is they've killed real estate, they've killed the bond market, their stock market's in free fall. And so they have to, he said, the number two thing that he said was, we're going to slow down the rate of the increases instead of three quarters next time, maybe it's a half, maybe it's a quarter, whatever. But the third thing that he said, nobody saw coming, and that was, you know, at the, at the end of last year, they had said we're going to do eight to ten rate increases in a row, you know, to, to really start to impact inflation and slow this thing down. Well, the, last week they changed course on that and said inflation is the worst thing facing Americans, you know, in, in our country, and we have to kill it. We're going to keep raising rates until inflation is gone. Well, here's the problem with that, Jim, is out of their right hand – they're pr pressing the red button on the printing press and printing money like there's no tomorrow, which right. causes inflation because they have to fund every stimulus and entitlement and handout under the sun, right? Oh. But with the other hand, they're slowing it down. They're trying to raise rates to slow it down, and that's not working. 
Yeah. If it would have worked already, having six months in a row of rate increases, but it's not working. So all they're doing is killing the economy. So at this point, we've got some serious issues. And, and so they don't know how to slow it down. So he said, we're just going to keep raising rates until inflation is dead. But the problem is, unless they stop stimulus and printing money, inflation's not going to go away. So we're probably stuck yeah. with, with raising rates for a long period of time, which is going to kill stocks, kill bonds, continue to kill real estate. But, but what your initial question was, what can we do to protect? There is something that will put a smile on our face. Oh, my word. Amen. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. and that's silver and gold. They're, they're right. just booming right now. And, and because of all the political, geopolitical conflict, political conflict, what's happening with, you know, the, if, they, if there's not calm heads, you know, in, in Europe right now, we're on the verge of World War III because NATO's now has to get involved. And right. it's like, okay, this, this could be ugly. And then we've got the, the global inflationary pressures. You've got the move towards central bank digital currencies. You've got interest rates rising globally. Right. So, so what has that done to silver? In the last seven weeks, Jim, Silver's up 25.3% in seven weeks. In the last week alone, silver's up 7%. So here's where people can't have a smile on their face. It's like, all right, this is pretty awesome. In, in light of everything falling apart around, stocks co- collapsing, bonds collapsing, real estate collapsing, silver's up 25.3% in seven weeks. People would normally be happy with that in a year, but it's been seven weeks, and it's amazing. Right. Well, you know that right now, we, uh, you go to usdebtclock.org, and you can find that we have $174 trillion of un, unfunded liabilities, future liabilities. And so when you're talking about being able to go into a, a metal that I can hold on to, whether it be gold or silver, and then you're already seeing that that silver is moving up at that rate, there's obviously a safe haven or an, an island to go to. Right. Well, it's a very safe uh, haven island, yes. Yeah. Well, and that, that the thing is, those zeros in your bank account can evaporate, just like you've seen Bitcoin drop you know, half of its value or two-thirds of its value in the last two years. Yeah, you know, there's, there's, that stuff goes away where that silver and gold doesn't evaporate. Well, an FTX has gone overnight. I mean, oh, where, yeah. what happened to the $36 billion that went missing? Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> Well, and those numbers are getting bigger by the day because you're finding all these ancillary uh, damages that are happening as well. So, again, that, that, those kind of things are real. Well, guys, we're getting ready to come up on a commercial break here at WYSL. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be right back with Kirk Elliott talking about the day's economy and the things we have to fight on a daily basis. Remember, they're not out there to help you. Actually, they're out there looking to get you. So we'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. 
local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Well, welcome back, everybody, to WYSL. I do appreciate everybody tuning in. I still have Kirk Elliott here with me. Kirk, are you still there? Yep, I'm still here. Very good, sir. You know, I I had some questions about uh, this fallout from this FTX. I mean, do you see this affecting... What I mean, we know we've lost you know a lot of value across the board with crypto, but what does this look like just for the average person, or how does that even look for silver and gold in the future? Well, for for the average person investing, I think it just changed the landscape, right? I think I think what's going to happen is it's almost a leveling of the playing field, and you're going to and I've already started to hear just since yesterday, you know, some of the big big companies like J.P. Morgan, Bank of America, Wells now starting to embrace crypto because they know that there's probably an open door for some of them to kind of uh, fill the void, right? And right. So, so basically places that never said that they, were, they liked crypto before are now saying, oh, crypto is kind of cool, you know, sort of a thing. So I think what you're going to see is a lot of large institutions getting into the space um, doesn't necessarily make it safer or more attractive or anything. I think it's just going to be more. You're going to have more big players, more small players entering. I think it's going to bring a lot more regulation into the space, which makes it a little bit less attractive for for more privacy-oriented investors. Um, because, boy, when you have something as big as this come crashing down, actually big, huge Ponzi scheme really is what it was, you're going to, it's going to come with a lot more regulation the second time around, right? It always does. Yeah. So what that's going to mean for, for gold and silver is a lot of investors in crypto are also investors in gold and silver um, as a privacy type of investment. So I think you're going to see a flight for safety. You know, people are going to say, uh, 
don't know if I like this space right now until they get all their ducks in a row, until some of the dust settles. And you're going to see money exiting and entering into the tangible assets, precious metals space. And you're going to see prices just soar. It's just a function of, you know, low supply, high demand. We've already got low supply. I mean, what most people don't know is is the 1,000-ounce bars of silver, which are, you know, the, the manufacturing size, right? This is what Sony, LG, Samsung, Tesla are buying when they're making electric components. They're not buying one-ounce rounds or 10-ounce bars or even 100-ounce bars. They're buying 1,000-ounce bars and melting them down. The, the supply is massively low. I mean, it's just, it's like hardly even there. Where, where even just our firm is taking everything that the, the, the wholesale supply at the depositories can handle in a given day. That's just us. But there's thousands of us's out there, right? It's like we really are diminishing um, the, the global COMEX inventory of silver, which, which I'm living proof just watching it every single day when we lock in trades that the research that came out a few weeks ago that, yeah, our current drawdown rates on COMEX deliverable silver, it will be gone. It will extinguish itself five months from now. So you're going to see that flight for quality. It's going to amplify that inventory constraint even more and supply shortages. And when you have low supply and high demand, Jim, it's just going to cause the prices to go up. Well, and we see that right now the 419 paper to silver ratio is actually telling me that there's going to be a huge spike in silver if this all, if this pops, the whole thing actually starts to switch over to reality. What does that mean if I'm buying in silver today? What's that going to mean for me at a 419 paper to silver ratio? What does that mean for me? Oh, my word. So that number right there is it, a year ago, it was 200 to 1. Right. That means that the, the amount of physical paper in short contracts for, for, for every 400 ounces of paper silver that are sold on the market, you know, these are, these are future. It's not necessarily real, but it's how, how the paper markets operate in, in longing and shorting. And it's not, it's not a real number because for every 400 out there, there's only one ounce of silver available for physical delivery. This is why last year... Reddit and Wall Street bets said, this is ripe for a short squeeze. You've got this many contracts, open contracts out there with hardly anything backing it. It's easy for us to diminish the physical supply. So then when, when big banks like BOA and J.P. Morgan Chase and hedge funds need to cover their short positions with physical silver, and it's already at 400 to 1, they don't have to gobble up that much physical silver to make it go away. And so, so this is where you could start to see a massive upswing in prices. And we might start be starting to see that right now with 1,000-ounce bars diminishing, with silver up 20, 25.3% in the last seven weeks. We could be seeing those, those stages that we've been waiting for in a short squeeze in, in the physical silver market right underneath our nose. And, and that's just – I mean, it's not – pie-in-the-sky projections. It's just simply what happens right. when, when you have lack of physical supply and contracts need to be fulfilled. And this is where we are right now. Well, isn't this a lot like what we saw with GameStop or with uh, the movie theater deal? I mean, isn't that the same idea? Yeah, it's, it's the exact same. And when what happened there was 
Um, they saw the same kind of things. It's it's lack of demand because I mean, AMC theaters had no demand in the hard right. middle of COVID. I mean, seriously, nobody was going to move. The theaters were shut down, right? Yeah. So so you see that it had low prices, and they say, okay, we're going to short this thing, and it went up sixteen hundred percent. GameStop went up 1,600% in 30 days. And the last squeeze that we saw in silver was like in 2010. It went from about 12 to 50 over that year. Well, that's amazing. That's a 400% gain, right? Yeah. And so we're seeing the same things now. The, the 1,600 in GameStop and AMC, I mean, that was, that's an anomaly. I mean, that is a huge gain in a very short period of time. But Tesla went through a short squeeze in 2020. And it was 300% over 90 days. See, those multiple hundreds of percent gains are not abnormal when you have a short squeeze. And that's what I'm expecting in, in the silver market right now, because as much retail investor demand as there is, there's way more industrial demand right now. Even in one of the slowest global economies that we've ever seen, there's still 1.2 billion ounces of silver going out every single year for industrial demand and industrial capacity. And there's only 2 billion ounces mined every year. So that 60% of the global supply is actually taken from manufacturing in a slow economy. Imagine what it would be if the economy was more robust. But here's the problem that you were just alluding to, the 400 to 1 ratio of paper to gold or paper to, to physicals and the silver market. Okay. J.P. Morgan and Bank of America have 2.4 billion ounces of silver in short positions right now. There's only 2 billion ounces mined. So there's, there's already this massive shortfall, and this is where it gets exciting. In a world where people are gripped with fear, they don't know what to do, their stock market losses, bonds are getting crushed, real estate's coming down, there's opportunities to be had and we can have a smile on our face. Um, all you have to do is act, right? You, your, your financial decisions are singular. It's just you making a decision and doing something. Right. And so our financial freedoms don't need to erode with our economic, our political, our personal, our religious freedoms, our health freedoms, all of them, right? That takes more of a collective voice to have politicians hear us and hopefully make a change. Our financial freedoms don't need a collective voice. It needs a singular voice, us making a change, right? So, yeah. so that's what's exciting about these markets, Jim, and they're right underneath our nose right now. Oh yeah, no, and I'm I'm looking at this, and we've got a, a debt, you know, total debt to GDP, 135 percent. We're way over what we could recover. Every dollar we're putting in makes no difference about the future, and yet we're all running around and acting like you know the house is not on fire while we're cooking dinner. Yeah. It's a real, it's yep. a real issue for us. Well, Kirk, how do we find you? Uh, what's what's the best way to get a hold of you? So just contact us. Just give us a call. That's the best way to do it. Um, just call us at seven two zero six zero five thirty nine hundred, and just say Josh sent me right, and yep. and uh, we will get you all squared away. The the reason is is we we support the show. We we know what what we were talking about, even though it's not Josh, it was Jim and I today. Right. But, but we'll know what we were talking about so we can answer your questions specifically. So just give us a call. 720-605-3900. Very good. 
Well, Kirk, thank you so much for your wisdom. And, you know, it's always great to talk to you because I feel like I get a little more insight, a little bit smarter about what is really going on in that big casino they call currency. I think a lot of times we, we're always making a little profit off the losers, and the casino always seems to win. But you're giving us a path that we can see as a solid win going into the future. Yep, it's true. Yeah, so that's been great to have you. Uh, anything else that you could think of real quick? you got about a minute or so here that you could give us uh, something to watch for or just an indicator that you see things changing. No, I mean, I just I just want people to know that, that fear grips everybody, right? And, and right. it causes them to usually not act or to make the wrong decision. And I would encourage you to take that leap of faith. Give us a call because... Covers up 25% in seven weeks. We can take advantage of that. Just give us a call and reach out and don't let fear paralyze. Very good. Thank you so much, Kirk. Appreciate you being here. I'm Jim Pricing and for Josh Reed, WYSL. Thank you so much. We'll be back right after this commercial. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Welcome back to Dark Delight with Josh Reed. I am Jim Price sitting in for Josh. He is, uh, he's got me here for the next couple days, guys. I do appreciate you guys all being here. If you guys want to call into the station and ask a question or just uh, give, a, give us a quick comment, uh, it's 585-346-3000 or the toll-free number is 866 552 1009. Uh, get a chance, call us, see if uh, we could chat it up for a little bit. Guys, we're looking at a lot of different things in our world right now that seem to be going at a faster clip every day. I'm surprised by it. I knew things were going to happen. I knew a lot of things were going to be moving along. But I think the uh, emperor has lost his clothes, and we all are starting to really lose the humor in it. We, we In the beginning, we thought uh, the potato in chief. Uh, was, we thought that was going to be a little bit of a, you know, ha-ha, you know, you got us, it was funny, um, let's move on. Now it's getting very, really irritating. Now we see the effects of our economy, and not so much the effects of the economy. We say, well, I still get the same paycheck, but it's the uncertainty of the economy. It's the things around you. It's the shiny objects. Well, then we hear about old Tom Brady taking it in the shorts on his old FTX thing, and someone actually put together a timeline with uh, his goings-on and uh, the FTX interactions. And if you actually go through just from February of last year to this November, you can see where there's this huge escalation of interest, of value, and all these other things. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Giselle's asking for a divorce, and Tom is like, hey, I don't want to. The problem is is that Giselle's already bought herself a nice little mansion on the 10th, and she's moving out and moving on. But this FTX thing, wait, is Tom the only victim? Or are we going to find a lot of other deep state type people getting uh, getting a little butthurt of this whole thing, right? we got to worry about these guys saying, okay, uh, we want our pound of flesh. We want this or that. But I think uh, it may even, to me, almost look like a sting operation in some ways. Either they're so dumb to have fallen for this kid 
who has a hyphenated last name. Again, I'm, I'm not a fan of that in, at any level, but that's my personal opinion. Uh, my opinions do not represent the, you know, anyway, that whole disclaimer, right? My problem is, is that this whole thing is going to expose not only Ukraine for trying to say, hey, give us all our donations to FTX, but then also the Federal Reserve for pumping our quote-unquote stimulus money, the almost $88 billion that has been approved for Ukraine. They were dumping it through FTX. We know that this money went out of the Federal Reserve, not the U.S. Treasury. We know this happened, but then there is no destination. There is nowhere where the money landed. So again, we keep asking questions. We really don't have a lot of answers, but then we're hearing the, the rumblings, right? People are starting to sue Tom Brady. They're starting to get the lawsuits out, the threats of lawsuits. So are we going to see some people that were just kind of hung out there as, you know, and they're the lamb to the slaughter? Or are we going to see that we're going to really expose the DNC, but also the RNC? You guys got to remember that this is the two wings of the same bird. If you want to go running around and saying, well, you know, it's always the, it's the old white guys. Well, the, my problem with that is, is that it's really everybody that's in politics and they have normalized this behavior as daily practice. This is standard operating procedure. And if you asked them to change it, you would actually, it'd be like them trying to change the feathers on a chicken. They can't do it. They don't have that ability. They don't understand what you're talking about. And yet we run around and we go, well, you know, we can vote in the right person. We can do this or that. But we have a bureaucracy that's so amazingly huge that they slip through FTX. They've got our government transferring money through them We've got the RNC getting donations, the DNC getting donations, the Democrat National Committee, the Republican National Committee, the Senators Fund, Republican Senators Fund. But then there was also a, a, a box of money that was uh, Trump lose. The problem is, is the people that were putting their money into it is what you really need to look at. And this is all out there, just like Kirk was talking about. The thing of this whole blockchain is it makes everybody's purchases public. And I mean, absolute public. And uh, there's very little dark room in within these blockchains to be able to hide these things. But when you start really seeing the implications of what these people were really doing and how nefarious it is and how the money laundering really occurs, you start to stop and think, if you were to try to pull this off at a $100 level at your own church bingo game or some type of a casino game or you were doing this to some you know, whatever – you would be in jail, you would be persecuted immediately for over a hundred bucks, but yet these people did it at the tens of billions of dollars. And the problem is, is I don't think this $40 billion hole that they're talking about, I don't think that's going to be everything. I think we're going to find that this goes a lot, lot deeper. Again, remember there was uh, about six years ago, maybe five years ago now, we heard about this place called Ukraine. And that Trump talked to the president of Ukraine. And there was a prid pro quo. And, and Nancy Pelosi had to get on bended knee to ask Jesus, Oh, Lord, what shall I do? Shall I impeach this president? This is her news conference, not mine. Guys, we learned about Ukraine a long time ago. And why was that put into our everyday repertoire of prid pro quo Ukraine, prid pro quo Ukraine? Oh, here comes the potato in chief saying, if you don't stop prosecuting my son, you won't get the billion dollars. Just ask old Uncle Barry. He'll back up my story. How did we get here, guys? We got here because there was a guy who bothered to, whether you like it or not, come down that gold escalator. Whether you liked it, he announced he's going to be 
running for president again last night. Still came that go down that gold escalator to say, hey, I've been playing the game, and let me tell you how the game's really played. And he bothered to tell you guys a lot of secrets. And you guys are privy to things that you would have never, ever been aware of. We have had scandal after scandal after scandal. You think Watergate was a big deal? That's not even a speed bump in the highway that they have been running through us, through debt, through wars, killing our young men, taking the bravest of us, putting in the harm's way. Think about this, folks. We learned about Ukraine. Then we've also learned about the 40-some bio labs in Ukraine. That 24 or 26 of them we actually personally own as Americans. Why is it that we have bio labs in Ukraine? We have bio labs in Ukraine because they're a non-Hague country. They're a non-extradition country. They don't fall under the UN guidelines. They don't fall under any of the Nuremberg codes. That's why Ukraine is so important. But Ukraine is important to Russia because that's their Bethlehem. 95% of everybody in Ukraine speaks fluent Russian and has Russian relatives across the border. But then Russia has also been the number one supplier of all military armament into Ukraine forever and ever and ever. Why does it look like Russians are shooting Ukrainians? Because it's the Ukrainians. Think about it, guys. If they're telling you it's Russia doing it, shouldn't we think the exact opposite? Just like the whole missile thing in, <laughs> into, uh, that we had last night from Ukraine that, oops, we, our bomb got away from us. It's not, a, it's not a firework. It's not a bottle rocket when you're 12 years old shooting them at your buddies. This is the weirdest stuff I've ever seen that we actually still cannot get that everything they're telling us is exactly opposite of the truth. And we've got to be mindful of that. But we've learned about Ukraine, haven't we? And ways that we never thought of. Have you ever actually looked at the map of where Ukraine really is? It's really kind of in the middle of everything. And it has great seaports and all kinds of other stuff. But you... Ukraine was taken away from Russia when the fall of the USSR happened. But again, we don't pay attention to history, so we don't know where we've come from or how we've gotten here. So we have no idea where we're going. I want you guys to put these little pieces together and then think about how much deeper this really is. Because I've given you, I've given you the, the title of the book. All these little topics are just titles of the book. And each one, you could go on for hours, days, weeks, and research and tell people about, and it will blow their brains out. They don't understand how corrupt this really is. But we've been playing along, cheerleading these quote-unquote leaders when they're our public servants. We have so much more to gain by information and by talking to each other and engaging with each other, going to churches, going to gatherings, going to rallies, and saying, we're not going to stand for this. But we have to be, have those relationships with our sheriffs. We have to have the relationship with the PD so that we know which side of the Constitution they're really on. The world is ours. The world is an amazing place. So let's not give it up for laziness. Well, I'll vote harder next time or I'll I'll make sure and you know give 20 bucks. If you don't show up to the meetings, they'll never know you exist. They won't know your mind and you have to tell them, but you have to talk to each other as well. Join together, bind together, be the people that we need to be. There's so much more about Ukraine. There's so much more of the connection with the Bidens and the Clintons and you know, that's where Chernobyl melted down. But that's also where the Uranium One deal went through. That's also the Clinton Foundation. All those things we could talk about longer. But reality is, is that we are in the middle of some historic explosions of truth. But you've got to be mindful to pick up the truth right in front of you. Don't go looking for things you don't have to when the truth is right here. 
make it a simple idea. Like, let's just go look and see where Ukraine is on the map. And then realize what countries are next door and next door and next door. And then you see the oil and then you see the UN and then you see what's really going on with Russia. And then it makes more sense to you that all you're getting is played by your emotions. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. We've got our commercial break coming up. Remember, if you want to call in to WYSL, 585-346-3000. Questions or comments about what we got going on. We've got one more segment coming up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm Jim Price, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. I'm Jim Price sitting in for Josh Reed. Thank you guys so much for being here. WYSL, if you guys want to call in, you can toll-free number 866-552-1009 or just call direct to 585-346-3000. Thank you guys so much for tuning back in. Josh Reed is not here. I'm Jim Price of the Jim Price Show. So thank you guys for being here and listening to me. Yeah, Kirk Elliott in our first half hour talking about the economy of things. And I tell you, we can't get very far away from realizing how politics, economy, and food source, and all this other stuff, the food scarcity, it's all about the fear game, right? We've got to talk about wars and rumors of wars. Oh, we're so, we're so terrified. The problem is, is if we actually make sure that we're being the right people that we need to be, 
that right there fixes things faster than you can actually vote anybody in. If you actually create that dynamic between you and the people around you and, if I, and work on each other, work on yourself, being better than you were the day before every single day. I talk about this consistently because I'm going to wrap it back around to Ukraine. You're going to see how this comes together is that when we're talking about ourselves, we got to make sure that we're doing the right thing. We've got the right example because how our heart looks now is what our future will be. But if we don't get ourselves right, us complaining about the splinter in someone else's eye when while we have a beam hanging out of our own eye uh, really makes us hypocrites, right? And so we have to be careful to get ourselves right. And if we create that type of epidemic or pandemic of being the right people, that will spread faster than any vote or replacement of government you could ever see. But when you think about how the corruption has actually started, we have to go back in history. We can't say today was the day that everything started. We can't say that, well, it happened in 2016. Well, it was uh, Uncle Barry and his regime. Um, we had old Pedo Joe in there. Oh, yeah, that's what it all. No, it, wait, it was, it was Jimmy Carter. No, it was Nixon. The sad part of it is, is that a lot of this is decades old or even generationally old. Uh, so what's that? Oh, we got John from Rochester. Go ahead, sir. Hey, Jim, uh, you know, I got to laugh. I'm listening to NPR just uh, a few minutes ago, and uh, they've got a NPR is one of the, uh, it's the propaganda machine for the Democratic Party and the left. Absolutely. And they spew out daily propaganda. It's Uh unbelievable. Uh, In any event, I have to. But you're paying for that. Remember, your tax dollars fully fund that program, so thank you for doing that. Exactly, exactly. In fact, uh, I'm, I'm going to st- when the uh, Republicans take over the House, I've got hundreds of uh, ev- hundreds of pieces of evidence of uh, uh, bias, extreme bias by NPR and other media outlets. Uh, so maybe uh, they can hear that evidence. But, but you know, I have to laugh. On the, on the, on the air are two Republicans, uh, one loss in assembly seat, recently, and right. the other is a, a Republican fundraiser. And they're both uh, uh, denouncing Trump. And I'm thinking that they don't realize Trump's problems began about six years ago when the media jumped all over him with the Russian collusion, the, the Ukrainian, then the Ukrainian issue, the uh, second impeachment, and the... Uh, Surveillance, illegal surveillance of a citizen before he became president by the FBI, etc. And the media, they, they just jumped on the bandwagon. In fact, at the, end of, at the beginning of Trump's uh, uh, office holding, he had a 90, 92% of the stories about Trump were negative in the media. By the time he finished, it had to be about 98%. And... The Republicans don't realize it's not it's not even the Democrats that are the the enemy here. Yeah. It's the media is the enemy. The, de- yeah. the Republicans should go on a full uh, blown out attack on the media daily because they are the reason this republic is going down. Yeah. Well, again, it's it's amazing that we see the CIA operation MK Ultra that was created in the fifties. And announced by George Bush Sr. that we stopped it in 1965, which tells me they never stopped it. We see the media doing what they do. We see the big tech just seeing what they do. All this stuff is going on. But remember, 
The director of the SEC Enforcement Division is Melissa Hedgeman, the wife of former FBI agent Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok is back in the news through FTX. We have all this collusion going on within our own government, within the financial institution, which also then spills into the media. It's the, I think it's the wood chipper that's chewing the legs off of us. Well, when you tell a lie daily, as NPR does daily, right. a number of lies, I mean, there's so many issues they've lied about, especially in the last five or six years, uh, people start to believe it. And I think the Republicans have to, they have to, uh, on a daily basis, spew out the lies of that the NPR and 90, and 90% of the uh, left-wing media, your NBCs, your New York Times, your Washington Post, the Associated Press, they have to be called out on a daily basis because unless that's done, the Republicans will continue to lose. Yeah, that's an absolute reality is that we are in a concentrated bucket of crap and expecting the bottom spigot to pour out honey. We have to be mindful, but we have to be louder and prouder. I appreciate your call. Thank you for so much for calling Thank you. in. Thank you for being here. And guys, listen, he's absolutely correct. There is a machine that's chewing the legs off of you, and you're paying for the gasoline and patting the guy on the back for chewing your legs off on this wood chipper. Be mindful. Every dollar that you spend in a certain way, that's how you're voting with your dollars. You are moving the needle in one direction or another. You don't like Walmart, quit going back. Make a point of not ever shopping there. Find something local. What he's talking about is this media machine that continues to do the same thing over and over again, and you expect a different outcome. You have to talk to each other. You have to be more bold. You have to be more accurate. I spend an hour every day doing my da the daily update, and I have to be so accurate. I have to go back and correct myself and make sure my numbers are uh, right spot on. I was in Branson a couple weeks ago at the Clay Clark event with General Flynn, and I had to change my entire presentation because I found out in the Wayback Machine that the government had been lying to us all along about how the CARES Act of 2019 was actually passed through the House and the Senate. It was actually not even the CARES Act when it first started. It was a Obama-Obamacare uh, tax repeal act, and at the last minute, they pulled that out, shoved the uh, uh, CARES Act in there, and passed it through the Senate. It was never sent back to the House. So this is the reality of how bad our own government is. I had to change my presentation in front of thousands of people at a moment's notice because I had found out in the Wayback Machine that they had changed the name of it. And our own government on Congress.gov, look up CARES Act 2019. Look at that it was introduced to 124-2019. But then if you go in the Wayback Machine, you can see that the name was changed. And you can find then all those uh, changes to that website to make it look like it does today. And you'll find out that Mitch McConnell was involved with uh, you know, foregoing parliamentary procedure and all this other stuff. This is a real thing for us. We have to be the stewards to our public servants. These are public servants. Anybody that takes a tax dollar for income or takes a tax dollar from you to do any services, they are a public servant. They have less constitutional rights than the rest of us. If you actually pay attention to how your constitution is written, you will see that it limits the government, but never the people. Never does it limit you. It only limits the government. Say, listen, government, back off. This is what the people want to do. And they get all these other things that we're not even going to talk about. We don't have to talk about because you should have common sense to leave people alone. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to close with this today, folks. And I want you to listen to what I'm saying here. And I want you to really digest this before you go back and you start saying, well, you know, that guy's crazy. I think in reality, 
we have a situation right now where we could learn from the fact that we have not gone back to the Constitution with each one of the issues in our daily lives. Oh, cats need leashes because cats are dangerous and they're, they got rabies and cooties or whatever. So let's put them all on leashes. That's a problem from the last problem. And going back and putting leashes on cats may make sense if you went and built off the last issue. But if you go back to the Constitution, you see that you cannot get to the cat leash part because we started individual freedoms, individual liberties first. Read your Constitution. Be mindful of that. It's an important document. Guys, thank you so much for being here from Dark to Light with Josh Reed. I'm Jim Price of the Jim Price Show sitting in. Remember, tune in to WYSL as often as possible. We've got lots of great content. We want you guys to be here daily. Thank you guys so much for everything you guys are doing, and I will be here tomorrow. I'm Jim Price sitting in for Josh Reed, Dark to Light. Thank you so much.